Welcome to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. It's your girl, Jess Bergio. I created this show as a way to connect deeper with each of you, to remind you you are not alone, that you were made for the hard shit. As creatives, entrepreneurs, moms, CEOs, we are magic, and each of us has a unique gift and purpose to share. I hope you feel encouragement, support, connections, and real, raw, authentic moments as you tune in. Life is not meant to be perfect, so stop and remind yourself that you can find happiness in the day-to-day while building the life of your dreams. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode, and if you'd like to get weekly words of encouragement, text me the word FRIDAY to 619-332-3045. Welcome back to the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. I'm so excited to chat with you guys today about what the fuck is burnout really? Like... Honestly, I have experienced it myself, but I was so unaware of the symptoms leading up to me realizing that I was on the brink of (laughs) losing my shit or wanting to quit my job or wanting to say fuck it to everything, right? So I came across this article from a psychologist and a doctor that I follow, and I was going through the article and I'm like, oh my God, like this is so blindingly obvious the reasons why we struggle with burnout and how real burnout is and how we tend to overlook certain things um, and and kind of brush them under the rug because, well, fuck, we just got to get shit done, right? So I want to go over this article and and kind of read it with you. Um, You know, I don't often like script my podcast episodes, but this was such good information. I just sent it out an email today and you're not on my email list. Um, I don't send out a ton of stuff. I definitely don't spam you. Uh, you might get one or two updates on the newest podcasts that have dropped and, or if there's anything cool that I have going on, you can also reach me through text. I have a text community that I started recently where I send out fuck yeah, Friday, uh, text messages, just reminding you to celebrate your wins big and small. And you can text me the word Friday to 619-332-3045. That's 619 619- 332-3045 if you want to get on that text list. But this email is sitting in your inbox. If you are on my email list, if you're not, um, shoot me a DM and I'll add you to it because I just really want to bring you more education around how to take care of yourself. That is where my soul has been kind of like pulling me. And I was experiencing burnout from doing things that weren't lighting me up anymore. So that's kind of how I go internal and kind of figure out you know, what's working, what's not working. And one of my dear soul sister mentor friends, Keisha Fitzgerald, who is the host of the Empower Her podcast. You may have seen me on social at her last event a couple weekends ago in Phoenix, Arizona, where I got to do glam on her every single morning and her best friend, Jackie, uh, before the big event. It was such an amazing event. Shout out to Keisha for that. But um, she is someone who has really empowered me to embrace listening to my intuitive nudges and really trusting that my, my soul is telling me what to do. I just need to listen. And I think for years we had the side conversation in the DMS actually just this morning around permission to pivot and permission to move into spaces or away from spaces that aren't feeding your soul or supporting you anymore. And we know those could look like any sort of situations, relationships, environments, you know, obviously can't get rid of your kids, but you know, ways that you can really like lean into things that are lighting you up without feeling like maybe like a crazy person. And I know so many of you are in the beauty industry and so many of us are multi-passionate and have big goals and dreams and they kind of go across the board. So, you know, that is one of the main reasons why I started the beauty insiders membership was to have a collaborative place 
where we could come together as a community, just us girls, and talk about ways that we can make our brand unique by being ourselves. right? So it's a mix of an accountability group where we meet twice a month, along with it's designed kind of like a mastermind because we all mastermind on each other's shit. And we do that through collaboration and support. But I bring in these really high level, amazing speakers, people that have been in my network the last couple of years. I've been in the industry 22 years. So I know a shit ton of people. And by putting myself out there and really investing at a high level the last three and a half years, I feel like I bring really high quality people to these calls just to pour into the group. Uh, and <laughs> I'm charging $25 a month for you to come and hang out and get this um, once in one place. Um, so I don't know for how long I will only be charging $25 a month, but this is your invitation to join us. The link is in the show notes. It's in my bio on Instagram at Jessica Bergio. You can text me the word um, uh, insiders to that number 619-332-3045 if you're interested in learning more about the membership. But today's episode, what the fuck is burnout really? Okay. So in this article, she talked about, you know, ways to identify if you're starting to like go down that burnout spiral. So I'm just going to quickly go through, I mean, it's a pretty lengthy article. Um, but for me, sometimes when we can recognize the symptoms, we can actually do something about it, right? Like it's becoming aware of those things. And she talks about how it can be challenging to identify. And for many of us, it takes a while to realize like we're even experiencing it because many of us think that burnout is just like another term for overwork or mental exhaustion, but burnout is more than a feeling. It's more than feeling stressed out. It's actually, she says, a psychological condition that affects one's outlook on life and work and often leads to depression and apathy. And she writes, quote unquote, if left untreated, burnout symptoms can can be quite debilitating, which we all know. And that's where the onset of like depression and anxiety and, you know, um, being unable to even make decisions moving forward with your life. And they make day-to-day -day responsibilities feel so like devastating and overwhelming. So here are eight common signs of burnout that she's experienced and many of us have too. And she was like, these might be helpful for you to kind of look out for. So the first one, feeling easily irritated, frustrated, and overwhelmed. She says, you may feel like what you're doing doesn't matter as much, or you may feel more pessimistic than usual. Second thing, you have little to no motivation. Burnout makes what you do less enjoyable. When you feel you have little internal motivation to work on your tasks, you're likely experiencing burnout. I'm sure we can all relate to that one. Really both of them. Three, you can't sleep. I don't know about you, but I struggle a ton with my sleep. You may wake up feeling tired as if you haven't slept at all. A real feeling of like heaviness is common. It's hard to feel enthusiastic about anything. And it takes real effort just to put one foot in front of the other. Mm, I, I've been there. Four, emotional fatigue. I feel like this one is kind of like the most confusing sometimes because it can just be caused by work, school, relationships, several other things that require effort and involve like in your emotional investment, which hello, probably are all your job, job responsibilities, children, family, all the things. You may feel more pessimistic, cynical, emotionally drained, or that work doesn't matter as much anymore. And while everybody encounters negative thoughts and difficult emotions from time to time, she says it's essential to recognize when these are becoming unusual for you. So recognizing new patterns of feeling extra emotional fatigue, um, for sure. And then number five, compassion fatigue. 
this one was new to me. I hadn't ever heard that term. People who help people, that's pretty much all of us here in, in the beauty industry and creative entrepreneurs, are most likely to suffer from burnout, both professionally and within the family framework. She says the depletion of empathy, caring, and compassion are all signs of burnout. So compassion fatigue, like you only have so much space for those people and maybe you don't want to even fucking hear from them anymore, right? So number six, physical exhaustion. If you've been working a shit ton since we've been back from our closure from you know the pandemic, I feel like physical exhaustion was so apparent during that time that we were like, thank God for this break. But so many people that I coached to during that time that were like, I'm never going back to working the way I did have. And I guarantee this number six physical exhaustion is like maybe the top of your list. So a chronic amount of stress can manifest as physical symptoms in our body, such as like headaches, stomachs, stomach aches, and a weaker immune system, which we can't afford to be sick right now, right? We're going into the holidays and physical exhaustion is something that like, I can't, I don't have the time or space for, which is why you guys know I go to bed early and I carve out time to do my own shit. So but I get it after a long day at the salon, you're, you're exhausted. Number seven, trouble concentrating or paying attention. I mean, I already have issues with this as it is with my ADHD. So, um, I don't know that this would stand out any more than normal, but she says our bodies are designed to handle stress only in short bursts. When stress becomes chronic, this narrows focus, this narrows the focus continuing, making it challenging to focus on anything else. Stress also weakens our problem-solving abilities, making us more absent-minded or indecisive. I definitely don't need any help with being more absent-minded or indecisive. Um, and I will attribute the movement portion of my rituals in the morning to relieving that stress. So movement for me is a huge deal. Um, and we'll talk about that in, in just a second. And number eight, the last one, neglecting your own needs. So she says, you may have noticed turning towards unhealthy coping strategies, like drinking at the end of the day, eating junk food or avoiding exercise, self-medicating becomes an endless torturous cycle. We've all been there. We all know people who struggle with this. Um, it is so easy to numb out versus deal with what the real issues are. So that's why I really wanted to talk about this going into the holidays, because I feel like this is a time where we will overwork. We will over yes people. We were we will over people please like motherfuckers. And this is just your friendly bitch slap of a reminder to, to you, myself, and everyone I love um, that we are in control of everything that we do. You know, you can do hard things, but you also get to create this life. We don't have to live in physical exhaustion, mental exhaustion, neglecting your own needs. We don't have to deal with emotional fatigue. We don't have to, you know, sit in that easily irritated, frustrated, overwhelmed space. Like we get to make decisions based off of what we need and what I need is going to be different than what you need and what your friend needs and what your mom needs. So you're burned out, right? We're here. You're maybe on the cusp of it. Maybe some of these eight things like resonated so fucking hard with you. You're like, great. Now what now? Like I always say in the mornings on my social media, there is no shame in prioritizing your own needs. So here are a few things you can do to start your healing process or the process of, you know, moving yourself out of that burnout phase. So I'm literally sitting at my desk, crack it on, um, caffeined up right now, creating content because I wasn't listening to what I needed. And I was feeling burnt the fuck out with not only the podcast, but creating content. I was feeling uninspired in the salon, even just the four days a month that I'm working 
things just weren't feeling right. So I was experiencing a ton of, you know, what we just talked about out of those eight um, symptoms, if you will call them that. And I had to, as much as I love my ritual and routine, I kind of had to like check myself. I was like, okay, if you're going to keep doing the same thing every day, you're going to experience the same feelings every day. So if you want different bitch, you got to do something different. And that's when I was like, okay, wow. Oh, look at this, this burnout um, email just like fell in my inbox. Um, and side note, it didn't actually just fall in my inbox. I have a folder where anytime I get sent copy, which is an email, anytime I get sent an email that I love, I save it under, um, a folder folder called copy. I love. And when I need inspiration, when I need motivation, I go to that folder and I, I like kind of like, like as you would open a book, I kind of scroll through and I look at the titles of things I've been sent. Now, these are all from people I've opted into their shit. So they're all people like I resonate with or I'm inspired by. And so when I need that, it's so much more of a direct line to positive propaganda than just mindlessly opening my phone and scrolling, hoping I will be inspired or, you know, whatever. For me, the scrolling, the, the, the free, the free scrolling with no intention really is a way for me to numb out. And instead of watching TV or something, I end up, you know, just scrolling on the gram, wasting fucking hours of my life. So for more intentional inspiration, I'll go to this folder called copy. I love of all the things I've saved. And this popped up today and the universe, the universe always gives us what we need. And this is exactly what I needed to hear. And it must be exactly what you need to hear. And I just thought about where we're at in the timeline of the year. It is uh, the beginning of November when I'm recording this. And I just, I know we need the support. So again, you're burned out. What now? So the first thing you guys see me talk about it all the time on social. It is the one thing that has saved me many, many times mentally, obviously, uh, physically, emotionally is to get active. (laughs) Exercise is literally like your first line of defense against burnout. Go for a run, go for a really fast walk, get on a bike. If you have a Peloton, like I am so obsessed with this that I have both the bike and the treadmill Pelotons at my house. And I lived at the beach for a really long time because not only does my connection with water and walking alleviate so much of the stress um, for me that like it was something I had to give myself for a really long time. I mean, you could just dance around, dance around naked if it makes you feel good. Take a few laps around your neighborhood. Um... Since leaving the beach, I now live in this amazing neighborhood, which is why I moved over here. And it's, I literally crave walking outside and like being in the energy of this neighborhood. It is so cool. But like, whatever it takes, whatever it takes to move your fucking body, move that energy, like that is the first thing that's going to help you alleviate that stress. You are literally sending a message to your body that everything is okay. And it ultimately, like without fail, resets the stress response in your body, right? It's a crucial factor in supporting yourself to get out of burnout and to keep yourself from burning out. So if if you do one thing today, it's move your body. You guys know how I feel about that. Second thing, say no. If you consider yourself a people pleaser, which hands up for everybody, I'm, I'm definitely a recovering people pleaser. You probably, I will say definitely take on too much to avoid disappointing anyone. I mean, can you relate to that? You're probably driving to school or work or taking your kids to, or, or whatever the case may be walking. And you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely don't like to disappoint people. 
And I definitely say yes way too much. So say no if you're already running out of time in your day assures more stress in your life. Assess your current commitments and reconsider the non-essential ones. The immediate relief that I get when I say no to things versus yes, like kind of always surprises me. I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I said no. Or in the moment, it might feel like, oh, I feel so bad saying no. But when the time comes for that event or that thing, I'm always like, oh, I'm so grateful that I said no because I'm not in the good headspace to go small talk or or I really don't have time for that right now in my current schedule based on my goals and my needs personally. I just have to tell you guys right now, side note, I record in my office at my house and it's a, it's a really old house. And so my cat, <laughs> I, we have those old school closets where there's actually a door and I have hung over the door, like my sweatshirts, this little rack. My cat just Kung Fu jumped up a sweat, like clawed up a sweatshirt, got to the top of the door and is now literally walking on a balance beam that is what an inch wide on my door. Like he is a fucking freak. Uh, I had to just share that side note with you because like literally he brings me so much joy. I never thought I'd be a cat person again after having dogs for so many years, but COVID. Okay. Number three on the, you're burned out now. You're burned out. So what now? Connecting. We all know you are connecting with me right now. Hopefully you're finding a sense of peace and you're not aloneness in this conversation, but connecting with other people, like sharing how you feel, talking about your feelings with your loved ones can be obviously a great sense, a source of support. Friends, family members, coworkers can really help see that, help you see that burnout is a process, not a personal failure. And I love that she quoted that because this may be where a mentor or a coach comes in to offer you a deeper level of support. And that is also one of the main reasons why I started the Beauty Insiders membership and why I only charge $25 a month for it because I want you to be able to connect at a level that's not going to break the bank, that's going to at least allow for you to, there he goes, put some skin in the game each and every month. But like talking about things that overwhelm you or stress you out with people who get it, like is literally everything. Like I would have done fucking quit Quit everything if I haven't if I hadn't built myself a community of people to connect with and share the struggles with, share the wins with, talk about ideas with. Like, what's it all for if you can't connect with people and like talk about your shit? So I hope that this podcast gives you that avenue where you feel like we're having a straight up conversation right now, um, because this would be what it's like to have a conversation, especially with two cups of coffee between the two of us. I'm, I'm sure if you listen, you probably you know, could talk as much as I do. And we'd have the best fucking time just jamming out about all the things. Um, okay. The next thing is cultivate a rich non-work life. What does that mean? It's so important to leave work at work. And if you are an entrepreneur, if you are in the beauty industry, if you are a creative, it is hard to separate yourself from your work. Like your work kind of becomes who you are, right? But it's so important to have extracurricular activities that you love, that you enjoy whether it's just a hobby, whether you play a sport, like my girlfriend, she plays soccer still on an adult league. Like she loves it. I have so many friends that volunteer, um, at different various, like things throughout San Diego that give them so much purpose and like bring a different perspective back to their work, back to their own personal well-being. you know, just find something that's rewarding to you. Um, for the longest time, I made bracelets and I made jewelry and that was like an outlet for me to 
it's kind of wasn't like meditative to like make these bracelets and I love to give them to people. And then at one point I even sold them in my salon years ago. So it doesn't have to be an expensive hobby. It doesn't have to be a hobby that maybe even involves other people, you know, having things that you love outside of work is so important. Okay. The next thing, get enough sleep. Sleep is like literally the most beneficial thing you can do for yourself aside from movement. I believe if you have trouble getting to bed at a reasonable time or consider yourself like a night owl, here are some strategies that you can kind of follow. So a lot of these tips and tricks worked for me massively because I do struggle a ton with staying asleep. So keeping your room as cool as possible, I guess studies show that 67 degrees are like the optimal um, temperature for a quality night of sleep. Uh, your body needs to cool down two degrees before falling asleep. So the cooler, the better, which for me, I have to keep the house cool because I love blankets and I love to like wear a bunch of clothes when I go to sleep. I know I'm weird, but you know, that's one of the things that will definitely help. If you're too hot, you're obviously going to wake up, try a meditation app. So these have, these help me significantly, especially when I travel and I'm not in my own bed or I'm sleeping next to my boyfriend who's maybe had a couple drinks and he's snoring. Um, the meditation apps help really like wind you down at the end of the day. Guided meditations are my favorite. Uh, you can find them on YouTube. There's a few people I follow on social media. They just like calm your mind and body down. It's like literally everything. And then being consistent. Try to go to bed and wake up at the same time every day. Your body will adapt to your schedule and going to bed won't be like a conscious effort anymore. Like my body literally knows what time it is when I wake up and when I go to bed because I try to keep it really similar. Now I talked about in the beginning, like I've changed up what I do when I wake up. So that's been really fun uh, and different. But when I, the time I wake up, that stays the same. So this morning it was still like 4.15 and I set my coffee before I go to bed. So it's already brewed when I wake up. So I set the coffee for five minutes before I set my alarm. So I have something exciting to wake up to, which is warm coffee waiting for me. And that like sets the tone for my whole morning. And then based on what my day is like, do I have time to sit on the couch and journal? Do I want to be inspired to create content? Like what do I need in that moment? Um, so getting enough sleep and, and creating a routine around when you go to sleep and when you wake up, like no matter what you're doing that day, a lot of people do it like eating, like, Oh, I'm going to take the weekend off. or I'm going to do this. Like even on the weekends, I still wake up early, maybe not quite as early, but I try to stay on a pretty consistent schedule. So my body, my body knows what to like rely on. All right. The next thing, practice self-compassion. This one's really hard for a lot of us, especially if we go back up to the people pleasing tendencies, like practicing self-compassion, we're usually more worried about everyone else in our life. Right. So if you've been working hard for a really long time, like raise your hand. Hello. Yeah. Like most of us, it's easy to feel like you've lost your purpose or feel like a failure sometimes because maybe you're not where you want to be. You feel like what you're doing maybe isn't what you want to be doing in the future. You know, sometimes if we just turn towards those uncomfortable feelings and thoughts with kindness and compassion and just appreciate and be grateful for where we're at. Um, we can sort of see, you know, a way to move through that, right? Practicing that self-compassion around what you've been doing, you know, consider what you'd say to your friend in a situation. Like you'd probably offer really kind words rather than criticize them. Right. So like we've heard this, do the same for ourselves. And I was on the Peloton yesterday. Robin, um, is one of my favorite Peloton instructors and we were doing a run and she was just talking about, she did like a self-love. It was like all female badass, like songs that we listened to which always get me in my feels when I'm running. 
And she talked about the fact that we so freely say, I love you to so many people and tell them good job. But when was the last time you like locked eyes with yourself in the mirror and literally said, I love you? You know, we, that's almost uncomfortable, right? Like it's like, you can say it to just about anybody and, and you can mean it and you can really like want them to know you mean it. But when she said that yesterday, like, when is the last time you looked in the mirror at yourself? Not just quickly to throw your makeup on or get dressed, but to like, tell yourself, like, I am proud of you. I fucking love you. Like, look at you, look what you've done. Like that makes me almost want to cry talking to you guys about it because I don't do that enough for myself. And I know you probably don't either. So let's all like, if we take away one thing today from this podcast episode, I want you to get off of this, share it with a friend who probably also needs to practice this and go talk to yourself in the mirror for a few minutes. <laughs> send me a DM if you did and send me a DM if you could get through it without crying because I feel so much emotion come up even just talking about that. Maybe I need to work on that. Maybe I need to work through that. Work. You guys want to work on that with me? Um, and, and the last thing, like maybe schedule a therapy session. If you don't have people super close to you that you want to talk about this vulnerable shit with, like that is where therapy for me has been crucial. At different times in my life, I've needed different types of therapy though. Sometimes it comes in the form of a coach or a mentor. Sometimes it's more like life coachy. And I had a, I had a therapist who was kind of more like a life coach. She was wonderful for a few years. And, you know, now I have some really solid girlfriends that I've met through all my networking events and stuff that, um, I, I call them, obviously they're my friends and I feel different women have come into my life to support me in different roles. And so rather than thinking that each one of them had to be my fucking bestie bestie, and that if we didn't talk every day, they're not my, my friends. These conversations with these women that I've been able to have access to have changed the trajectory of how I think, how I feel, but mostly how I think and feel about myself and what I'm capable of. And, you know, talking things out, like, isn't, a sign of failure at all. It helps you identify like what's really going on. Obviously, whatever's causing that burnout. And, and these people can help you find the coping mechanisms that you need, you know, by expressing your feelings and, and being validated. It's a great way to just lessen the burden of burnout, right? So again, if therapy's not your jam, I get it. Um, I found so much help through mentors, coaches, and putting myself in rooms with other people who are willing to have these like vulnerable conversations. And I'm so grateful for you and having this platform to talk about these things with you because I know I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone. And being in the beauty industry for over 22 years, like this is common chat in the back room. Like the, we know this creative entrepreneurs struggle with it too, but often alone. And so if you're finding like solace in this podcast episode, if you're feeling like, fuck, I really needed to hear this. Like, listen to it again and, and send it to somebody who you think might also be needing to hear these words because I needed to hear it. And that's why I wanted to share it so much with you guys today. I just want to let you know how grateful I am for you here on this podcast. And you're literally like my dream girlfriends and friends. And I guess some of you clients, um, you're literally the reason I created this business. And, you know, obviously I pour my heart and soul into this podcast. It's been going for two years strong now. Um, we just hit our two-year mark in September and it's wild. We have almost 30,000 downloads on the podcast. And had I never started, I would have never known that I could be so in love with something that I, I knew nothing about before I started. So if you are experiencing burnout and 
you are feeling the call to really build your personal brand so that you can create opportunities for yourself. You know, podcasting is a great platform to share what's on your mind and your heart and, and really bring in the people that will feel called to um, join you in life. And the cool thing about podcasting is you get to be your fucking self fully, wholly. And some days I'm a crazy caffeinated freak. And other days I'm a pissed off 40 year old mom talking about, you know, some dumb bullshit. (laughs) So it's the most beautiful thing to create your own lane in life. And when you're own, when you're in your own lane, like you can go as fast or as slow as you want. You can fucking swerve. You can fucking hit the curbs. You can do whatever you want. You can get out and walk. You, you, you literally, it's your lane to do whatever the fuck you want in it. So I hope you feel some sense of empowerment. I hope you are more aware of how to really take care of yourself and pay attention to these quote unquote symptoms so that you can prevent burnout but also recognize when it starts to flare up and do something about it, right? So I want to know how you feel about this podcast. Drop me a DM, screenshot it, share it on your social media, tag me so I can personally thank you for getting this podcast out to more people because if you love this, it really, it it would mean the world to me if you could take two seconds and leave a review on um, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts um, because those reviews really help get this podcast out to more people And again, like I am so grateful for you. Oh, and by the way, did you guys see, did you see the new book dropped last week? I, it's so weird to me. I still don't even like resonate with the word author. Like I'm like, yeah, I have a book out, but I haven't fully stepped into that, like embodying that I'm an author. It's so weird. And you guys could probably relate to that, right? Like things we call ourselves, like it sometimes takes some time to like wrap your head around it. So those of you who have supported the book so far, I appreciate the fuck out of you. If you have not grabbed yourself a copy yet, it's on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. The book is called Come As You Are. We'll put the links in the show notes. You can just click that and grab it. They should be available now. Amazon was doing some weird thing when we first launched it, but uh, it should be available now for purchase. And those of you who do grab a copy, screenshot your um, checkout page and send me a DM. And I will send you a personal thank you note with a gift included because I love you and I'm so appreciative of all the love and support um, over the last couple of years with this podcast. And I just hope to grow it to a place where you get so much value out of it. You just have that motherfucking shit on repeat. Um, But again, if you resonate with any of this message, like, let me know, let me know so that we can work on this burnout shit together. And if you are in a phase where you're growing your personal brand and you want to be in community to do that, if you want the accountability, and if you want to meet other like-minded women who are doing the same thing, check out the Beauty Insiders membership, because that is where we hang out twice a month. And it is so fucking fun. There are 25 girls in there right now, and it's just the place to be. So sending you love as always. And I will see you guys on the next episode of the Beauty Inspires Beauty Podcast. And until then, do you, boo. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could share it with a girlfriend. Like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out to more people. So until next time, be you unapologetically.